morning, everyone. And thank you all for coming along to Belhelvy Church this morning for worship. It's very nice to see you all. And today's service is the annual elders' service. And today we, our worship is being led by Francois in the middle, our treasurer, Laura, convener of property, and Mark, who chairs our weekly prayer meetings. And uh, we're looking forward to hearing what you're going to present to us today for our service of worship. Thank you for giving the time and the effort to prepare for this morning's service. Thank you. You'll have been shocked, perhaps, to notice that you were given an order of service this morning when you came to church. The first time we've had one in over two years, although it is slightly different in appearance to what you're accustomed to in the past. That is because, of course, this weekend is a special weekend, and I won't go into any of that because you're all fully aware of what I'm talking about. On the back, you'll notice, we have our usual bulletins. Now, you can read them for yourselves, but I think it is worthwhile pointing out and emphasizing uh, the two announcements that you see in the back. The Coffee Haven takes place in the Forsyth Hall this Tuesday at 10 o'clock, and I think it would be great if you could come along to the Forsyth Hall to get a, a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or maybe even more than one and some fine home bakes. The Coffee Haven team have given quite a bit of effort in, in getting ready for these uh, monthly uh, coffee havens, so it'd be great if you could come along to the Forsyth Hall to enjoy coffee and a fine piece and to have a talk with other people. Just give up going to the Beachside Cafe or Marks and Spencer's or the Barn for once and come along to our coffee haven. And what's even more important is, if you know of anyone who cannot manage to get there because of transport or whatever reason, and you may feel they would benefit from the experience, come along and invite them with you, and it would be great for them. On Thursday the 16th, you will notice there is the next day uh, a gardening a meeting, and that's to tidy up at the hall, although there's a lot of tidying up already been done last year, and if you want to come along the next time and help, then it's at 10 o'clock on Thursday the 16th. You bring your own tools, and if you've any leftover plants and bedding plants, and you want to do a bit of weeding, then come along, it would be great. And after the service today, uh, you're welcome to join us for refreshments in the hall, and it'd be great if you could come along to that. You don't need to rush off and go home to get lunch. Come over to the hall and speak to people, especially Francois, Laura, and Mark. Finally, I have this uh, edict or citation from Gordon Presbytery, which has to be read out this morning. Notice is hereby given that in connection with the Presbytery Mission Plan, the Presbytery Plan Review Group will present the proposed buildings categorization of the new Presbytery Mission Plan 
to the Presbytery of Gordon at a special meeting on Tuesday the 7th of June 2022. Each congregation is cited to attend in its own interest. The Presbytery will meet to consider this matter at Inverurie West Church on Tuesday the 7th of June at half past 7pm. Congregations can address Presbytery through their Presbytery Elder, Minister, Interim Moderator or a designated spokesperson and all will be heard. Each congregation will be limited to speak for five minutes as per the standing orders of Presbytery. By the order of the Presbytery, Ewan Glenn, Presbytery Clark. Let us now worship God and we'll all stand together and sing to God's praises with our first hymn, All Heaven Declares, number 426. A poem by Malcolm Biggs. 
Be thou my object, Lord, this day, controlling all I do or say, that through this mortal frame of mine, thy blessed traits may ever shine. O oh, fill me, Lord, with thy deep love. Attract my mind to things above, that I a pilgrim here may be and truly serve and follow thee. Let us pray. Father God, Malcolm Biggs's all-encompassing poem, inspired by your word, reminds us of how we should live and serve as Christians. We acknowledge that you are the source of life, holding all in purposeful order. You are the King eternal and worthy to be praised. We are amazed by the wonders of your world, the beauty and color of springtime, and the constantly shifting patterns and seasons of life. As we celebrate your Holy Spirit this Sunday, lead us into a new time of mission and service that is honoring to you. Holy Spirit, place the word of God in our hearts that we may stay in tune with your plans for us. Forgive us when we lose focus and forget the wonders of your creation and the love you have for us. We confess that we often try to go our own way and think that we know best. Dear God, help us to place our trust and faith in you, to see ourselves through your eyes, worthy, loved, and chosen by you. We know you have a plan for each of us. Lord, you call everyone to follow you and to give freely of their time and gifts. Help us to respond to your generous love through service in the church and wider community. May the lives that are transformed be enriched by your grace in action as you lead us. Holy Spirit, stir us to worship with songs of thankfulness and praise for your outpouring love through human lives. Sovereign Lord, the gift of life is because of your grace, and we thank you for your blessings, love, and mercy. Inspire us now to love as your Son Jesus loves, and to embrace this Sunday and each new day with renewed hope and faith. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray, who taught us to say together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, boys and girls. Today I brought along a bag containing some special things. And I'm going to need a little bit of help from some of you, showing them to the ladies and gentlemen in the congregation. Cara, you've got your hand up already. Can you come out? <laughs> Evan, would you like to come out as well? Come on in. And Marcus? You don't have to do it. 
Ellie, come on. And Lucy, come on. I don't know your name. Emily, come and see what that is. Right, Bobby, I think maybe you're maybe a bit of a tall, but you're okay. Right, would you like to put your hand in there and take out something? What do you think that is? It's a corgi. Who do you think might have one of them? The queen, quite right. Okay, would you like to put your, put your hand in as well and take something out? What do you think that is? You forgot. We will ask the ladies and gentlemen of the congregation if they, if they think. Who might, who might have a carriage like that and ride in a carriage like that and have beautiful horses? The queen as well, quite right. Ellie, would you like to take something out? Handbag. Who might like to be able to have a handbag? She doesn't feel dressed without a handbag. Lucy, would you like to take something out? You hold it up to let the ladies and gentlemen see. Who would wear something like that? The Queen as well. commitment, 
and hard work over her 70-year reign. She has great faith and took an oath to serve her God and her country. Let us pray. Do you want to just sit down there until we do a good prayer? Just sit down. Well done. Uh, will you sit down too? Let us pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks for the reign of your servant Elizabeth our Queen and for the example of loving and faithful service which she has shown among us. Help us to follow her example of dedication and to commit our lives to you and to one another. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening so well, boys and girls. And we've got a little memento for you to take home to remember the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Thank you for listening so well, boys and girls. Um, we will now sing our next hymn, Brother, Sister, Let Me Serve You, as the children read for Sunday school.
Our, our reading from the Old Testament uh, is from Micah 6, uh, verse 6 to 8. What shall I bring when I come before God and bow down before God on high, you ask? Am I to come before God with burnt offerings, with year-old calves? Will God be placated by thousands of rams or ten thousand rivers of oil? Should I offer my firstborn for my wrongdoings, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? Listen here, mortal. God has already made abundantly clear what good is and what God needs from you. Simply do justice, love kindness, and humbly walk with your God. And our reading from the New Testament, Luke 4, verse 18 to 19. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. Amen. So we'll uh, sing uh, hymn 5 to 8, Make Me a Channel of Your Peace.
morning, uh, everybody, and thank you very much for supporting us uh, at Elder Service today during the Jubilee weekend. So we've been hearing about the Presbytery mission plan as a citation read by Alan this morning, but you've also probably heard about it in the media, and it's also been reviewed and discussed at the Kirk session. So I, I wanted to take some time today to talk about what is the, the mission plan and also what we as a congregation can do. Last year, the General Assembly approved the Presbytery Mission Plan Act, which aims to enable all presbyteries to effectively deliver Christ's mission. So, Balhalvi Church is part of the Presbytery of Gordon, which includes congregations from Newbern, Ellen, on the sea, all the way out to Huntley and Skeen, and kind of partway up to Ballater. And discussions are underway to form a new presbytery of the northeast of Scotland, which would join up Aberdeen, Shetland, you know, parts of Murray, Kincardine, all the way up to, up to Orkney. And the presbytery mission plan is to reduce the number of presbyteries from about 45 to, to about 12, and also to create new networks and local church structures over the next couple of years. Now, this is not going to happen overnight but slowly over the next couple of years. And the plan is to reduce management overhead and also to improve communication and collaboration. So why, why is all of this carry-on needed, you might ask? A, a big part of this is, is driven by necessity, really, regarding membership numbers, church attendance, and financing all of the church activities and ministry. And the world has changed. And the church has to modernize and adapt to the reality of where people live, how they interact, and, and how society has changed. And the key idea is to refocus to the mission of how the church cares for our community and delivers the good news that Jesus loves us. So the latest census numbers are not yet available, but over the last 30 years, Christian affiliation has gone down from two-thirds or 60-odd percent to only one-third. And once the census numbers are complete, we can expect that, that the numbers will have gone down again. As an example, the Church of England has seen their membership and attendance drop significantly, but they still have about 16,000 church buildings that they need to maintain, of which 12,000 are listed. And they need to care for these and maintain them. And now you, you cannot imagine the cost and the time of effort just to keep those properties standing. And don't, don't even think of trying to get them energy efficient. So this trend is also true for the Church of Scotland and, and large parts of, of the Western world. And knowing that, that the Holy Church is not immune to any of these uh, changes in society. The question is, what can Belhavi Church, or, or we as Belhavi Church, do to thrive? So there'll be some, there'll be some web links in the, in the summer magazine that you can go and check some of the, the documents and the statistics and the trends. And, and you will also see updates and information over the next few years as this mission plan progresses and develops and, and is finally implemented. You can search the web for Presbytery Mission Plan and, and you will definitely get a lot of reading material. Now, now it's not really my intention to, on this, on this beautiful sunny Jubilee uh, Sunday, to, to bombard you with statistics and depress you with, with grim news. 
it, but it is something that has to be, has to be dealt, as, they, as we say here in the Northeast. But there's also a lot of good news. Did you, did you know that the, the Church of Scotland Crossreach is one of the largest social care providers across all age groups in Scotland? From early years, family support, care homes, mental well-being and counselling. And the, the aim of Crossreach is to show the practical side of our Christian faith by reflecting Christian love to those that we support. And I quite like their motto, care you can put your faith in. Also, a, a recent report estimated the economic value of church buildings to the UK economy at, at more than 12 billion pounds a year. So social activity and community outreach uh, in the church goes well beyond just food banks. Churches and their congregation play host to night shelters for the homeless uh, through, throughout the cold winters, lunch clubs to provide hot meals, uh, company, debt advice, counseling clinics, toddler groups um, that offer a lifeline for parents and, and young children. So, so here at, at Belhalvik Church, uh, we have fitness, dancing, music of various types of meetings, uh, scouts, guides, brownies, youth clubs, adult clubs, senior clubs, uh, eating and drinking occasions, we have weddings, funerals and, and parties of all sorts. And I'm kind of sweeping the Christmas fair in underneath parties. So uh, Belhavi Church even hosted a COVID vaccine booster clinic um, for a couple of the weeks uh, earlier this year. So we know that all of that social and community action is most definitely contributing to part of that 12 billion pounds of, of economic value. And so and that's the key, Balhavi Church matters. And, and did you know that Paul's uh, online sermons during COVID have, have reached more than 25,000 views? That's really amazing and, and the impact, that impact we cannot overestimate. Um, we know it's been a lifesaver for many people that were locked in and during a very difficult period. And just shows that we are doing a, a lot of really cool stuff here at, at the Harvey and we want to do more and, and lots more in the future. We want to grow as a church and also as children of God. From the, from the Gordon Presbytery mission plan is a, is a reminder that our central calling is to go and make disciples. And we can do that right here in our spot of, of sunny Scotland. The plan also restates that the mission of the church is the mission of Christ and has the following basic requirements to proclaim the good news of the kingdom, to teach, baptize and nurture new believers, to respond to human need by loving service, to transform unjust structures of society, to challenge violence of every kind and pursue peace and reconciliation and strive to safeguard the integrity of creation, sustain and renew life of the earth. So towards, to work towards this, this mission, we, we started work on an initiative called Path of the Renewal, uh, just before the COVID lockdown. And, and you know, of course that got kind of derailed due to, due to, the, knock, due to the lockdown. And to get, to get us back into that path, Paul recently introduced the, the concept of the, of the welcoming church during a study session and asked that we try to imagine the most welcoming church that you can imagine you know, and, and try to think how that would look in practice here in Belhovi. 
So imagine a church where we can welcome and engage our neighbors or strangers and where they feel welcome and we can make them part of our Christian community. And to do that, you need to welcome different groups in, in different ways. For example, mainly music is providing a space for mothers with young, young babies to get together or, for example, all-age worship for people with young family. Uh, but there are also, you know, there's a, there's a lot of other distinct groups that, that might need a specific approach. In, in Matthew, Jesus is asked, what is the, the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and, and greatest commandment. And the second is, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So we know that the two things we need to focus on, i.e. how we love God and, and how we love those around us. And, and to tell the truth, I can't, I can't really provide any advice on these, on these two topics. You know, I cannot provide any of those advice, but I do know these topics you know, require people and people interacting with other people, providing their time and their skills and their, and their welcome. So from Romans also, we know that we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. And if it is to lead, do it diligently. Today, I'm, I'm trying the encouragement part. So in a, in a book I read some time ago uh, called uh, Yes Man, uh, somebody commented to the author that you need to say yes more often. And, and he then spent a whole year saying yes to, to every single request that came across his path. And, and you know, needless to say, he opened himself up to a lot of opportunities and new experiences, often with, with life-changing results. And I'm, I'm always struck by the positivity and the freedom generated by that approach to, to instinctively say yes, or at least to be, to be ready to say yes. After the, after the COVID lockdown, we, as a family, made a decision to, to say yes to every social engagement that, that kind of came over, over our path, even if we, if we needed to rejig some other plans. And, and in the same way, we as a congregation will need to kind of say yes and, and join and participate in the life of the church as we are a, truly a community that cares and is welcoming and loving. We have a we have a magnificent set of buildings in the church and the hall, and that is being used actually quite actively. And anybody can get a group together and start to use the hall for social and community activities. We also have the activities that focus on developing our relationship with God. For example, Sunday worship, but also prayer and, and Bible study groups. So my encouragement and call to action today is to say yes Say yes to the invitation from Jesus to live in his embrace. Come and join in and see that God is good and go and welcome the world to join us. Amen. May the Lord bless and keep Bellalvi Church.
stand and sing hymn 336, Christ is our light. Let us pray. Father God, you are amazing, all-powerful, and our Savior King. Thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to live and dwell among us. We thank you for your mercy and patience towards us and for hearing our prayers. Thank you for this church, Lord. We pray that you bless our minister, elders, volunteers and members. Help each of us to be positive, discerning, and ready to carry out the work and plans that you have in store for this church body, to build on past successes, and to use the unique gifts that you have blessed us with. Encourage us, Lord, to welcome everyone into the Christian faith. Father, we pray for the elderly, the lonely, and those who may be feeling ill just now. Encourage those of us who can to spread good cheer and warmth to those in need. May they feel your peace and blessings. Lord, open our eyes to the needs of people who feel lost or overwhelmed. There are so many in our community that are suffering in the wake of the pandemic and in need of your love, the bereaved, the unemployed, and people struggling with mental health. 
Dear God, equip us to be your servants. Fill us with compassion and a desire to visit those in need and lend a listening ear. May your peace and healing extend to each one. Lord, we pray for our government, both locally and nationally. Please grant our politicians a clear perspective to make balanced and fair decisions that will be in the best interest of all citizens. Father, your mercy is needed urgently in Ukraine. We pray for peace and an end to the needless loss of innocent lives. Please shield those who fear for their lives and the lives of their loved ones. Be with those who are bereaved. Change the hearts of those who set, are set on violence and aggression. Instead, give them wisdom, discernment, and compassion to guide their decisions to accord in, in accordance with your will. And Father God, we thank you for the faithful service of Queen Elizabeth, for her example of godly living and 70 years of sacrificial service. Please continue to inspire her, bless her and protect her with your everlasting love. All of these things we pray in the name of your precious son, Jesus. Amen. We will now sing hymn 448, Shine, Jesus, Shine.
Lord Jesus Christ be with us all forevermore. Amen. Amen.